0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Tech Chatter. I'm your host, Mike. Joining me is Rich. Hey, hey. And we are covering our CES coverage again. Wait, I mean covering concluding our coverage. It. Concluding <laughs> our coverage with episode 32, our CES coverage favorites we've talked about some amazing devices weird devices devices that will get us around and these are all the miscellaneous little doodads and gimmicks and gee that will just that just fit G-gaws? it's a word <laughs> look it up it's a word with history
1: sounds like something um goslin from Darkwing duck would say it
0: sounds like something southern people call their grandparents
1: that too how are those the same thing
0: <laughs> and we're this this is all just the assorted stuff that didn't merit enough for other categories but we felt deserve some honorable mentions because they're either cute innovative or just plain neat so as a gamer dude i have to ask rich are, like have you got your like have you got your eyes on a switch
1: uh, like a wall switch. What kind of switch?
0: I said gamer. So how about you grab some context clues from that and extrapolate from there.
1: <laughs> extrapolate? Uh, no, I already have Well, a someone switch, dude. You know that, you it. if someone that says you played it.
0: someone that says intergate, pr- I probably should have called it extrapolate. And then you'd you, be like, oh, that, yes, gathering data, yes.
1: You you totally came over here and got frustrated with me playing my fuchsia. Uh, switch.
0: I I played your Wii U, didn't I?
1: I'm trying to mispronounce all these words now. Your 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 fuchsia. Um, we we have a switch. Uh, we got it. Uh, I want to say, uh, I got it right before I took my trip over to the United Arab Emirates. Um, specifically because I knew I was going to be on a 22 to 24 hour gate to gate flight, so okay. I thought the switch would be. Good for me.
0: So, on that <laughs> flight, how was the battery life on that?
1: Um, it was okay. I actually bought a uh, a battery pack before I went. One that snaps onto the back. It was just like a really cheap one by, uh, in Canada, the company is called Biogenic that makes it. And in the states, I forget what it's called, but they sell it at GameStop. It was pretty cheap. I got it used, quote unquote, but it was still in the box, basically sealed, like it was brand freaking new. It was, uh, I want to say it was a 20,000 milliamp battery, and it cost me $25 Canadian, I think it was, and then I sold it for $30 Canadian, um, like, a month ago. (laughs) So I made money off of it.
0: So you could, well, now that you've got that money, now you can buy a different charging pack. For the Gris. I am
1: going on another. I am going on another trip. Soon, so so.
0: <laughs> you got that pack that was for the that was for the thing itself. Yeah, that what was about it, the it, controllers.
1: It, yeah, that was just for the switch itself. The controllers, I've never really thought about getting them a, a pack. Although you know what, it would have been handy because my wife and I went to go play Trivial Pursuit tonight, and uh, both the controllers were dead. Well. So we had to wait we had to watch two episodes of Jeopardy where they charged.
0: You can take those you can take that $30 you got and now you can put it towards charging your Joy-Cons with the wireless charging grips by Powercast.
1: Yeah, those are pretty cool actually.
0: Yep, yeah, and it says huh. when you can place them within 2 feet of your power spot wireless transmitter, these things will automatically connect and start charging. So it is a wireless wait, what? transmitter. What? How fuck what? How fucking cool is this?
1: That is actually super cool. I totally thought it was just like, cause if you look at them, they have a plug in the bottom, right? Like it has a micro USB port in the bottom yeah. of it. So I figured it's just got its own battery in it, which I'm sure it also must,
0: right? Yep. The dream of Edison is now true. It is contactless wireless charging. So you don't rest them on a pad. You can actually hold these within a reasonable distance of the bar which is a power spot transmitter
1: how sorry how far do you have to like what's the distance again
0: it says within two feet of the transmitter
1: Mm, bluetooth that's a little close that's because it
0: uses something called bluetooth low energy which enables wireless 4.1
1: isn't it isn't that 4.1 no yeah, I think Bluetooth 4.1 was Bluetooth LE, wasn't it? No. And then Bluetooth 5, is, or is it Bluetooth 5 now that's Bluetooth L- LE?
0: Maybe they're completely different things because this would have given no, us not. that number.
1: No, no. That's what phones have. Anyway, um, this thing totally must have its own battery built into it too, though.
0: Oh, of course they do. It's not like you're siphoning like live energy from it. The grips request power from the transmitter when the batteries are low, and they tell it when to stop charging.
1: So the controller has a battery in it, the, um, and a receiver rip for the, no, 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 power. slow down. No, no. What I'm saying God. is the controller has its own battery. Then the, um, the, pa- the grip, the wireless charging grip also has a battery, but then it also has a wireless charging receiver inside of it. Yes. So that if you're like five feet away, it's using an internal battery to charge the battery that's in your controller. Yeah, so it will charge. But then, if comfort. both of those batteries start to get low, you lean forward, and then it'll wirelessly charge all of those. we just batteries. leave it on the
0: table near the thing.
1: That's really cool. Yeah. And how much are these?
0: They are
1: expensive. Yeah, not available. You
0: know, it's really fucking expensive when it doesn't tell you how amazing no, affordable they it is.
1: They aren't uh, they aren't actually available yet, that's why. But I would definitely buy some of these. Uh, depending on I would like if I was going to buy this, I would definitely want it to come. Uh, if it's the Joy-Con grip, I would want uh, like the singular one. I would definitely want a two pack for sure. Um, and if it's a if it's the the one where you just put both Joy Cons on on uh, either side of it. Um, then I guess they could sell it by itself, but they would definitely have to sell it as a two-pack for the the singular Joy-Con way of charging it, right? Yeah, I
0: just read their press release, and you know it's gonna be you know it's gonna be ridiculous because they have no prices anywhere for anybody. You have to call but the see, distributors.
1: To- part of the problem too, though, is if it's too expensive, then what's the point in buying it? Like you can just get. You know, like it just seems to me like well, that, there uh, is the
0: drastic miracle convenience of wireless energy.
1: No, I know, but I mean, like, if it's like two hundred dollars or something, or two hundred and fifty dollars for a set of these things, that's just too expensive. Because there's a point when it just it's too expensive to, for it to actually be useful. Like, you could buy yourself regular charging grips for that, like. Price, you could probably buy 10 or 15 of them if they were that much, which I'm not saying they are, but they could be. And if they were, then it wouldn't really be worth it because they have to come in at a, a slightly affordable price range to even get anybody to buy it, right?
0: Well, I'd imagine it would be a little bit expensive at first because you're not just getting the grips, you're also getting the amazing wireless charging bar. True. This, you're you're also paying for a wireless energy emitter.
1: Oh, maybe you can buy it all separately. Like if you buy the bar first, you know, for like hundred bucks, and then you get each of the grips maybe for like twenty five bucks or something like that. So you can buy like uh different packs of them or something, you know, different kits. That would be interesting.
0: But you know what the real do you know what the real bonus is? Is that it gives thirty eight hours of juice to your joy. It's not bad at
1: all. That's not bad at all. I, yeah, I love, uh, my switch for sure. And so does my wife. Finally, she finally found a console that she doesn't mind. Ah, so <laughs> so tell that's me, really what handy. Does
0: the charger. Like you've managed to get that charging pack. Now, did it only charge the switch or do the joy cons also share charging when they're connected to the main unit?
1: When the joy cons are connected to the main unit, the joy cons are charging.
0: So that charging, so
1: by charging the main unit, you're charging the Joy Cons and the main unit.
0: I wonder if that charge would go the other way, since you have like such a massive. You no, know, well, you wouldn't because they're not connected. But, like, assuming that, like, you'd be running them, if you could run them, you could run them directly off the, uh, the Joy Con, which will charge it as it discharges. But, if you took that full charged Joy Con and plugged it into the switch, if that would charge up the main unit a bit.
1: Oh, God, no. The battery in the uh, in the Joy-Cons is way too small to even... Give, you'd get, like, maybe 1% before they would just die. Mm. Like, they're so tiny, right? Like, the, the batteries in them only last so long because it's just a, a Bluetooth controller. Like, there's... Yeah, it's got a little bit of a rumble feature, but, I mean, like, it's not like they have touch pads and all sorts of crazy lights and stuff, right? Like, they're very basic. So... But uh, speaking of, of basic... Um, this is my, my first pick here is actually something that originally came out like a year or two ago. And this is actually more of an updated version. Now,
0: hold on. We weren't done yet. There was an extra kicker to this power spot thing. It doesn't just charge the grips. They sell a, a lineup of other products, which will also wirelessly charge. And from one to six inches, it will charge the, uh, it will also charge headphones and headsets. Within one to two feet, you get the controllers and the gaming accessories, as well as computer peripherals. But within a six foot range, it will charge wearables like watches and remote controls. And within a 10 foot radius, it will also wirelessly charge mice, keyboard and e-paper displays. And beyond 10 feet, it could also charge hearing aids, small personal medical devices and smart cards cool. So you put this power bar next to your couch, you chill on your couch just sitting where you normally do, and a whole plethora of devices without any cables or ne- or pads are being invigorated. So, this powercast company is they know that they not just to sell the power bar itself as a gimmick, but all these amazing devices that it sustains. So, look forward to this amazing energy and the various applications in the future are you done now yeah that's (laughs) you mean i mean like you know how sentences work
1: yeah but i also know how segues work and how long things take
0: well if you did you wouldn't have cut this you wouldn't have hit the brakes on this conversation right now
1: so anyway, like I was saying, one of my favorite devices is actually something very similar to something I used to own years and years ago. And it's a reconfigured, I guess, kind of like a slightly better equipped version of something that came out last year. It's called the Cosmo Communicator. Uh, and it's by a company called Gemini. Or sorry, the last one was uh, um, called Gemini. And it's uh, the new one is the sequel, the Cosmo communicator, and it's coming in at around $800. And it's basically, I want to say it's almost like an old school PDA. Yeah. like It's, it's, it's a tiny. It's like, if you remember the old Sony VOP series of computers, they like or, Palm
0: Freeze or something.
1: Well, they also, um, there was Palm, like the Palm company also had very many things like this, but it's very much a, Personal digital assistant uh, you fold it open and uh you've got a little keyboard inside They used they used to have all sorts of uh phones like sidekicks and stuff like that except that this has a fairly large keyboard on it with An like little actual chocolates.
0: keyboard with little uh with like cherry keys on them
1: oh yeah and it's uh from what i understand it's actually a very nice keyboard and it runs a full version of uh android in there so you've got everything you need to basically do anything this would be <laughs> like it's
0: this would be so fucking annoying in your pocket though
1: um You'd just it be does, hearing that well no because it folds up on it like the screen folds onto the keyboard obviously but anyway it's got a media tech p70 processor uh, so nothing super crazy, but something definitely decent enough to, uh, to do what you need to do. You know, it's not going to sit there and do any crazy gaming, but at least it'll uh, um, be able to get you through all of your word processing and, and videos and anything like that. It does have six gigs of RAM, so you can do some um, gaming on it for sure. It's got 128 gigs of storage, a 24 megapixel external camera, and a five megapixel internal camera. A micro SD card slot, which is always appreciated because I hate it when phones don't have them. Like, I've got a Pixel phone and I don't have one. It, it pisses me off, even though, like, 64 gigs, I, I don't run out very often. But just knowing that you have that there is so nice. Uh, it's got two USB-C, uh, USB-C ports, so you can actually charge it and plug something else into it so you could say plug in another monitor or you could plug in a usb-c hub maybe and plug in like a bigger keyboard or a mouse per se um possibilities are kind of endless it's got a a 5.99 inch 2160 by 1080 screen at an 18 by 9 uh display ratio which is actually pretty damn good Uh, 1.91 inch internal touch or external touch display as well to help with uh, answering phone calls, selecting quick things uh, so that you don't actually need to open the whole thing up to get to stuff. Um, And it's even got a backlit keyboard. I think that's freaking awesome. And it's only 300 grams, which you would think is pretty heavy for a cell phone. But I got my wife the uh, original essential phone, the PH1. Um, and that weighs, I think it's 285 grams. Um, and that, that phone's made out of like ceramic and like, or, yeah, ceramic and titanium. So it's like a well, well built phone and yeah, it's got a little bit of weight, but I mean like it's a big phone and it's, you know, it like she's dropped it and it, it has, doesn't even have a scratch. Whereas like most other phones, you know, can't take that. Uh, it also has a, uh. 4,200 milliamp battery. So it'll last all day long. Mike, what would you do with this? Like, tell me you wouldn't love to have something like this. <laughs> Isn't it so cool?
0: It is. I'm I'm uh, I'm pretty content with my antiquated Samsung S7 Edge.
1: but No, I'm not saying to replace your phone. I'm saying, like, in addition to. It would be, so that you could be like, like
0: a baller where you just, like, whip yeah. this thing out like the world's tiniest laptop yeah just, you like, could put, go to starbucks and just starbucks be like and just be like i'm <laughs> working on my manuscript on my clamshell pda which is somehow still relevant and better than ever
1: <laughs> i think this thing is freaking awesome um i can't wait until they get cheaper because i i still love the idea of the umpc uh i don't know if you remember like years ago they had the uh umpc was actually like a thing like the the uh the one that I mentioned before, the, the Sony P series, there was also like a, a Samsung version and I think Fujitsu had one. And they were all basically full-fledged Windows Vista powered PCs or sometimes Windows XP, um, but they, were all, they would all fit in the palm of your hand. Like basically, they would be a little bit bigger than a large cell phone nowadays, but it was a full Windows PC running full Windows with a touch screen. Sometimes a keyboard, but like everything you needed, usually around a 20 gig hard drive. And I think it was one to two gigs of RAM was about the average. So, I mean, they aren't super powerful, but I mean, just the fact that you would have a full Windows PC in your hand and you don't even like, can you imagine like pulling that out, taking it with you to like, say, go do some podcasting on the road? You just have a full you know, Windows PC in your hand with a screen and everything. And then you just plug in a a small hub and a couple of microphones and you're boom, you're recording on Skype or on Audacity or Audition or whatever you need to do with this tiny little handheld thing. (laughs) I love that idea. It's never going to get old.
0: You'd look fucking ridiculous, but you know, it doesn't matter how ridiculous you look because it would be a podcast. So nobody would see it.
1: Well, I actually owned um, an old, I think, so that when I bought my very first uh, computer, like my computer with my own money, my very first computer, I bought a, a Dell uh, 2400. I forget what it was, a Latitude maybe or something, but it was a big black square box. And the only reason I bought it is because Dell wouldn't finance me the uh, Windows Pocket PC without me buying a computer because it wasn't expensive enough it had to be over $400 to get to be able to get the financing and free shipping So I had to buy a computer so that I could buy the handheld computer because I didn't want the computer. I didn't care. My parents already had one. I wanted the handheld computer so that I could listen to MP3s. I could watch movies. I could play uh, emulated games. uh, Watch anime was a big thing that I wanted to be able to do. (laughs) (laughs) And then also I could, quote unquote, do homework. And I had a little foldable keyboard that I would unfold, put on a desk in front of me put this little computer on it, like this little, uh, I think it was the Dell Axiom. And it was hilarious. I would just prop it up in school and I was such a baller. Everybody was like, oh my God, you're such a fucking nerd. And I was like, thanks, I know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's what's another one of your favorites?
0: Well, I have a uh, pretty impressive screen of my own. Now, we've all seen uh, when we try to watch TV shows, sometimes we get black bars and we're just like, come on, man, why, why, why is all this dead space? Can't I just get a TV that's like four by three? And then when you watch something that's letterboxed, you're like, man, can't I just have a letterbox TV? You must have thought that because somebody thought you thought that. And that's why <laughs> they made... The future micro LED TV, which is a modular television that comes in pieces that you can snap on so that you can build a large square TV, a large rectangular TV, a vertical TV. If you just want to cruise Snapchat or Instagram feeds (laughs) and just scroll down so you can make your TV just about any shape you want. And it's basically, it all comes down. It, when it's all put together, it can be like 146 inches. And it's simply called the wall.
1: See, the thing that scares me, this is. Su- oh, okay, never mind. I just, I was watching some of the, the quick Twitter videos that they have up on this page here. And um, it's kind of funny because it looked originally when he starts pulling them off. Uh, it looks like they're just kept on with like magnets or something. And I'm like, how many do you put on before they just start falling off? And it starts costing you thousands of dollars because the the magnets aren't strong enough to hold 15 others around it so that you can make a 150 inch screen. <laughs> but there actually does seem to be brackets on like every second one or something like that. So that that eases it a little bit, but that's actually super cool. The only thing that I'm, kind of worried about is i mean it's it's one thing to see it in pictures and video but i mean like i would have to see that in real life to actually kind of trust that there's literally no no line that you can't distinguish where one ends and another begins you know what i mean
0: yeah and also it would be and be so expensive and, And since these things can exist By themselves, if you could put these, if you could mount them to like separate wall brackets, you could basically get like one giant TV and spread it all throughout your house.
1: That's true. You know, the other cool thing would be is if each individual one uh, was a touchscreen and also had Android, then it could just be a tablet. And then you're like... You know, like you're uh, you're somebody's watching TV, and you're like, oh, hey, I want to come and watch that, and then you just snap on your tablet into the screen, and a couple more little tablets that nobody else is using, and boom, now yeah. you get a bigger screen. So it's like a tablet. But then you want to leave. Option. And the, yeah, exactly. And then when you want to leave, you just take the corner one, and they're like, fucker, now I don't get to see the last three words of the fucking subtitles. How am I gonna know what Kakarot's saying? <laughs> <laughs>
0: L- L- Sailor uh,
1: Moon superstars I'll, I'll, spoil,
0: I'll, I'll spoil it for you If he says Kamehame He's going to say ha
1: <laughs> Yeah it's true <laughs> But yeah the, No that's super cool um, I think this is something that isn't really Ever going to come to market though right Or at least not for years this and would years
0: be, Just imagine if you could spread these things Out so that you don't have, they don't have to be directly connected You could have like this weird Like cubic art piece on, like, a good section of your wall where an oh image my God, is just a, scattered around.
1: A Rubik's Cube? Yes. Of these. And you'd have to switch it and get it everything so that you're actually getting the right picture together.
0: Oh, if you could have, like, some weird, like, central mount and make your TV an actual fucking Rubik's Cube where it spins around and you're seeing, like, all these different images. Basically, like, all those effects that you see in the... In the shitty 80s or 90s videos where someone's like spinning a cube on their finger. And then, and then an you know what it, you do. But now you're actually, but now you can actually do that.
1: And then after that, what you do is you make a cartoon show based upon that TV Rubik's Cube, where the Rubik's Cube finds two little children to help it solve crimes around the neighborhood. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and one of the panels can have a really disturbing face.
1: <laughs> Exactly. I remember exactly. one episode
0: where he like fell into quicksand, and all i see is his little head, like sinking under the money. He's like, "Oh, shoot me!"
1: Oh my god, oh, it, was so it was so terrible. And he bad, had nobody
0: but... around to flip him around to give him his to 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 make him match his colors and give him powers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I I do very much like that uh that pick, but you know what? While I'm watching your pick, do you know what I'm going to be doing on my pick? I'm going to be powering your pick while I get fit because I discovered at CES that somebody brought out, and I'm sure this has existed before, but still, uh, this is one of the favor- my favorite things that I saw at CES this year, and it's an um, eco-friendly treadmill. And by that, I mean this actually powers devices. So it's a non-motorized treadmill, and it actually like while you're running you are like powering not only this device but you can like i guess you can plug in other things and power other things as well um so yeah that's just super cool because i've always had the idea of wanting to um have a treadmill or like a uh, uh what are they called like a, a mono or a cycle an exercise cycle exercise bike <sighs> Yeah, exactly. Um, Brain fart. So, but having one of those power my TV so that, you know, if I want to keep, you know, watching TV, or maybe it's powering my Xbox and my TV if I really want a good workout. So, if I don't want to, you know, like get killed in Fortnite. Or something, then I have to keep pedaling at at least you know fifty RPM for the next two hours, so that I can keep my streak and and help my league survive or whatever. I'd rather just have something days.
0: charge my tablet, so I can just chill out and like binge some Netflix series on it. Well,
1: yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying, like, I agree with you, but I'm you know I'm just putting different things in there, but I think this is. I'm curious super if cool. this can
0: put out enough energy to to like put out to support a Fortnite capable computer
1: i believe it laptop. said it can do uh 200 uh watt hours per hour
0: yeah but if can, can you consistently run at the same speed for an hour
1: yes well, yes i can good for you uh mind you i don't know exactly how fast you have to run to get that 200 watt hours <laughs> per because they also hour, talk or, sorry, about deconditioned watts per they hour they talk
0: about deconditioned athletes which even, like an out-of-shape athlete is still probably going to be better than you or me.
1: Oh, I'm sure, but still, the idea that um, you can power your own devices, and you know what, I actually really like even more than that is that if you had a bunch of these hooked up in, say, uh, a good life fitness center, and they were all hooked into the into like back into the network, <laughs> they keep the lights you on. Could, yeah, you could actually power some of the different lights. You could power the gym with people working out at the gym. Yeah. So now you're using less energy and you've got an eco gym. Would be and nice I if just they actually took a,
0: You know what? They wouldn't do it, but if they actually reduced your membership if you your membership fee. If you oh, use so the, the eco more device. watt
1: hours, every watt hour you produce you get like a couple, like a dollar off or something, if you're, you're, or a couple cents off for yeah, every watt hour or yeah, something. Yeah, get
0: like a reimbursement. Or that would like, actually uh, be super just cool. like credits off your next renewal.
1: Yeah, because you're helping them pay the bills. Yeah. So they also actually have uh, a recumbent, uh, they've got a treadmill, a recumbent cycle, a, what looks like a... Uh, a
0: spin machine?
1: No, well, it says, so it's a, a verse, they've got a verso and an elliptical. Oh, so right. the elliptical, I love ellipticals, but the verso just kind of looks like one of those oh, things. Oh, it's a ski machine. Yeah. It's like a ski machine Wait, or that like what an a elliptical ski is? stair machine or something. Yeah. Almost. An elliptical is almost uh more like stair climbing. I find while working the arms, whereas like a ski machine is. Instead of kind of going up with as much bounce, you're going forward and backward. Right. It's weird. The
0: Verso looks to be like the power walking one, while the elliptical yes. is like the stair climber one.
1: Exactly. I love me an elliptical. I could go on an elliptical all day long.
0: <laughs> I don't know. The recumbent seems pretty good. You can just like lie down and just like, like...
1: But then you're not working your arms at all.
0: Yeah, but it's totally leg day.
1: Yeah, but leg day every day means that you're going to look like a fool. Cause just your legs will be done. Anyway, I just like the idea of all of these machines in general. Um, that's that is definitely one of my one of my uh, dreams is to be able to roll out of bed, roll into one of these, and just power up everything else.
0: Well, if rolling is your thing, oh boy, have I got something for you. Because. You know what? I, I think the uh, the LG, they must have come up with their next day, their their next big thing when they were at a timmys because <laughs> they they found out a way to roll up the screen to win my heart
1: oh my God. I can't believe you did that uh, nicely done, sir. You're welcome. And it is a rollable
0: TV that's right. First we had fruit roll-ups, but then we just thought, but what if we wanted to watch something on it? And someone just said, how the hell are we going to make that happen? And LG said, this is how you make it happen. By by utilizing the latest in garage door technology, they figured <laughs> out <laughs> how to basically cram this fucking thing into, into its own soundbar with a TV that... Well, if you just see the gif from behind, it's got these arms that just take these slats and just roll it down into this base. And it's not just like you have a TV and now you don't. It also has mid-range modes so that you have a TV or just like the tip, of the, just the tip, baby, just the tip.
1: You would make that joke.
0: Comes up. And we get to see just like a mini screen, which will let you play, because again, this TV not only comes with a soundbar, it lives in its soundbar. And with that, when the TV pokes up a little bit, you have a media player, a audio media player, which can play your favorite Michael Bublé tracks.
1: You know what I love about this is that they they're all about saying it's the world's first 65-inch rollable TV which just leads me to believe that I've already forgotten that last year somebody did the 45-inch rollable TV.
0: <laughs> yeah, but no one wants a 45-inch. People are buying 80-inch TVs now.
1: People I want d- a big fucking screen. Oh, I'm not saying that I'm not saying anything to disparage it. I'm just saying like Clearly, this has been done before. They've just perfected it, right? Because we've definitely been seeing like the rollable TV has been around CES for years now, in one form or another, right? But it's never it just been hasn't... commercially viable. Yeah, to certain, I wouldn't say. Cause I still don't think it's commercially viable. I would, I would say that it has never been commercial, uh, commercial friendly. Yeah. Or at least, like, the look of it, right? Because well, this actually looks like they could launch it right now for, you know, $20,000 or whatever insane price it would cost to have this. Because I'm sure it would just be fucking insane. Uh, but they could launch this right now and it looks nice. Like, it looks like something you would go to Best Buy and buy. You know what I mean? Like, it's a, a finished-looking product. It's not, It doesn't look like a concept. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's a working finished shiny nice box like it's it's ready to go well
0: that's because it needed it needed to be more than just a single tv like oh great you can roll it up so fucking what it needed a little bit more to sweeten the deal and that is because the base station like i said when it comes with its its own soundbar it is a 100 watt dolby atmos speaker so you've got some banging built-in audio
1: it's not so bad i mean it's not anything crazy, but I mean, that's pretty damn good. You won't have, it to, does also you won't have, have to do uh, like you do with Airplay. every other TV. Well, no, that's true, for sure. <laughs> for every it other also TV, has you have to um, buy your own
0: soundbar. This, you don't.
1: It also has Alexa, Google Assistant, uh, as well as Prime Video. Um, actual, They actually have a Prime Video button on the remote, apparently, to bring up Alexa or Prime Video, and they've also got an AirPlay 2 um, edition. Yep. So that you can use, uh, uh, I guess, Apple things? That's an Apple thing, right? That's also, what that sounds like It's to also me.
0: got some mood setters, like a crackling fireplace or rain sound. So it can also be, in addition to a TV, it can also be a complimentary white noise machine.
1: <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> so any, any um, price on that?
0: Well... The wallpaper OLED TV that uh, they put out started at 8000 and since this is uh, significantly more impressive, it's safe to say that the price will be more than that, but uh, they're only saying it will be priced at a premium level when it hits retails in the spring, so around March. So it may be a few years before the common man can afford his rollable 4K TV, but at least you can behold it at your local Best Buy.
1: Actually, well, by the time we uh, get to the next episode, it may actually be out if they say March. (laughs) So we might actually be able to tell you in the next couple episodes how much this thing costs. That's pretty funny. Um, Well, I'm going to ease into my next few picks because uh, there's a lot to take in. Um, My next couple picks are... Very much around uh Google and virtual assistants in general. So I'm gonna ease into it and uh we're gonna start off with the fact that Google had such a large presence. Speaking of just the tip. (laughs) Google had such a large presence at CES this year that they actually built a bona fide fucking Walt Disney World ride. Like an actual fucking ride. Um, they, so much so that they actually had to, um, build a new, uh, foundation underneath or, or around the parking lot, because I believe this went up in the parking lot, one of the parking lots near the actual CES, um, convention. And they actually had to put down new foundation to be able to put this in there. And it's a bonafide, uh, Walt Disney world style, like kind of, uh, old school where you're just kind of on a, uh, in a in a cart on some tracks and it's just bringing you through different rooms and doors. And each time you go through a set of doors is a different room and there's, you know, interacting characters or interactive characters um, that are doing funny or silly things all to do with Google's uh, history and different scenes and scenarios and stuff like that. Uh, Absolutely hilarious that Google did this. And then the best part, which I get mad at that they actually do this, but at the end of the ride, Google representatives come out and they uh, ask you you know, to look at some pictures from the ride that it was taking for you and all this. But then they instruct you on how you can get your free Google Home device. And I'm like, fuck you. These tech writers don't need more free tech. You give them free tech all year. Give me free tech. I get no free tech.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at this these sets and it basically looks like if Pixar did the Animal Crossing movie.
1: Ooh. Yeah, almost.
0: But look at the characters. They got the triangular noses, the cone head design, the the bubble hair instead of so like mm. the anime spiky hair.
1: It's kind of true, yeah. But any I just think that the 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 art direction of this is awesome. And the fact that it's a ride is amazing. Google's amazing. They had such a big presence. I can't believe that they built themselves an actual ride. Uh, so that, that's going to kind of ease me into the next one because the next one's going to be a lot, Mike. It's going to be a lot to take. I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, if you do take too much or more than you can handle, oh. don't worry. <laughs> like, forget these smart watches that check your pulse. Fuck that. You can get a mobile checkup. Because there's this neat device wraps around your arm. It it gives you detection, prevention, heart health revolution.
1: Is it a wife?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, cuz this won't correct you in public. It has an advanced So
1: so it's so it's a good wife. <laughs>
0: Yes, except it's not on Netflix. Oh. See, what this is, it is a blood pressure monitor, an electrocardiogram to help for atrial fibrillation detection, and a digital stethoscope, which will help detect valvular heart disease risk.
1: Almost at the tricorder, man. We're getting there.
0: Yep, and you get a complete heart health checkup within ninety seconds, and it has an heart LED matrix checkup. screen for instant <laughs> feedback.
1: Heart health checkup. Heart health
0: checkup. <laughs> well, you know, I, 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 I got to practice my quick starts and stops for my little mumblecore, uh, for my mumblecore debut. <laughs> yeah, we're apparently. doing tech chatter up in the place. We got all the tech right in your face.
1: This is actually super cool. Um, I mean, I actually thought it was going to be a watch. Now that Takashi Six Nine is in jail,
0: I gotta take, I gotta be ready to fill in that power vacuum of like shitty rapping.
1: Hey, hey, Takashi Six Nine was like number one of my listen to albums uh, for twenty eighteen on Spotify.
0: I cannot respect any guy that looked like he washed his face with Skittles.
1: I love the look of him personally i would never personally dress like that or or do that to myself but uh i mean he makes an impact and you know what i mean he's memorable that's all he needs to be man if he's got you talking about him he's won he's already won you're giving him money
0: he made an impact when he said i actually commit crimes unlike those fake rappers listen to me talk about my murders and crimes we be doing shows on the regular Popping on a regular. And now he's going to be doing 9 to 10 on the regular.
1: Do you even know that song?
0: I don't know any of his songs.
1: Well, I pity you. Anyway, I totally thought this thing was going to be a watch. It's not a watch, so I'm a little disappointed. (laughs) But it's still pretty cool. Uh, However, it is. Oh, wow. It's actually huge. The picture made it look much smaller. Um, it's by Withings, and I, I very much trust Withings. It goes
0: on your arm, Withings. not your wrist, so that should have helped you.
1: Yeah, still. I actually have a a Withings Smart Scale, which is uh, actually a Nokia Smart Scale because Nokia bought Withings a few years ago. But um, I very much trust Withings. They've got great apps. Uh, all of their analytics and everything is really, really great. So this product is probably freaking amazing
0: well, yeah, you can just imagine, like, like if you're a person who has a sensitive heart, you need to monitor this thing. That's fine. It'll be a little bit expensive, but if you're also a uh, not a paramedic, but like a uh, like a someone who's working at a community center or you're in a clinic, you could definitely mm. use one of these things to. Uh,
1: oh well, for doctors, right? Like, like it's going to be incredible. Walk-in clinics. Especially, probably get things done a lot quicker.
0: Yeah, like, you could just put this on someone in the waiting room. So, half the doctor's routine is already done by the time you see them.
1: As long as the, there's a couple security guards in there in case you kind of try to steal it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah, you just, like, throw a GPS in there and just be like, Alright, steal that shit, we'll go pick you up. Or better yet, if you walk away with it on, we'll just activate the uh, hidden shock feature.
1: <laughs> that would actually and, be hilarious. And
0: remember, you got a heart condition, motherfucker. So you want to risk it?
1: Yeah, exactly. It's actually true. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, uh, I know what I you're mean, thinking. EKG is What's all the, the thing- range
0: on this thing. Well, in all the confusion, I forgot myself. So you got to ask yourself one question: Do I feel? Tingly on my left side. Well, do you? Hmm.
1: You're just so, so many dad jokes. Oh my god. So many dad jokes. Uh, well, you know what helps you with dad jokes? Tell me. Speaking of dad jokes. Having a father. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Uh, um, no, Google Assistant and um and alexa actually very much help with uh dad jokes they are terrible joke tellers ask them sometime uh they're they're so bad although i think you have Bixby, don't you you get a samsung device you, you probably have that shitty ass Bixby.
0: i have my thing so what would i do to it to uh, make it happen
1: oh just like hold it's the, your phone
0: uh... oh hi can i how uh, it says hi how can i help uh tell a dad joke I cannot hug. How can I help? Hu- Why are basketball players afraid of the TSA? They don't want to get caught traveling.
1: okay. Wait, wait. Now I got to try that too. Okay, hold on. Tell a dad joke.
0: What do you do if you see a spaceman? You park your car, man. <laughs> One That's more. so bad. If a firefighter has two
1: eyes, then what does a ballerina have? Two, two. Oh my gosh. So as you can clearly tell, Google assistant, which Mike actually has and not Bixby, I would say Google assistant is great at telling uh, terrible jokes, but also, like I said, Google took over CES this year. I, I, one of my favorite things is just the fact that Google Assistant is literally taking over. I'm gonna be able to buy more things with Google Assistant. I am a Google user, a heavy Google user. Everything I use has Google. I use all the Google products. I use Google accounts for everything. Like I'm just hardcore in Google. If I'm gonna give somebody my information, it might as well be Google because I trust the trust them more than I do Facebook. So even though I mean like it's the, the devil you know, right? Yeah, but
0: you've really got to soundproof your bedroom so that, you know, if you're you're getting romantic, you you won't have to worry about Google saying, now playing Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger by Daft Punk.
1: No, no, I wanted to play that. That was a terrible example. That would be good. (laughs)
0: Listen, you don't want the NSA listening devices to know what your safe words are.
1: (laughs) That is true. That is very true. Um, But so Google Assistant this year was on so many devices. um, I actually found on Android Police, they put a list together of all the devices uh, mentioned, released, or talked about that have Google Assistant at CES uh, 2019. And it's literally three pages long. It is so long, we can't even talk about all of them. So we're just kind of going to scroll through and mention a couple that are hilarious, <laughs> amazing, or weird. Uh, the smart plugs with water sensors, I guess. Uh, I, I've actually had one of these before. Um, I, I don't know why I had it. I live in a condo, so that was weird. Um, but I guess they're good for, you know, if you live out in the country or in an area that floods all the time. Um, that way, you know... You know, like, you're like, oh, look at that. It's up to four feet of water in my house. I guess I should probably try and get off early today to go and save puppy <laughs> or whatever.
0: I'm looking <laughs> at the Cavalier, and it looks like a uh, like a seat, like a tiny little uh, wide stool in someone's 60s shag pad.
1: Oh, I know. <laughs> uh, they've got some pretty interesting things, though. Uh, now you can... There's an actual... Uh, Water monitoring and leak detection system called Flow by Moen, which is basically a water pressure, flow rate, and temperature monitor um, system that can be hooked up inside uh, your plumbing so that you can monitor everything going in and out of your home, turn it off, turn it on, all that sort of stuff. Uh, It's listed at freaking $800. Uh, for some reason, but is available at Home Depot for 500 So that makes tons of sense. Um, there's tons and tons of new um, Amazon, or sorry, Amazon Alexa, uh, Google Assistant um, soundbars. So are, Mike, your soundbar issues, boom, gone. Huh. Are, you, all ju- are with- you
0: just going to ignore the fact that there is a smart chicken cooker?
1: I'm, I don't think I've gotten there yet. I wanted to mention one of my favorite things personally is the uh, JBL link drive, which is actually basically gives you your uh, assistant into your car. It's just a little device that you plug right into your cigarette lighter and I guess it connects via Bluetooth to your phone and then can connect to uh, Bluetooth to your um, car. Uh, or aux as well, and it basically gives your car uh, Google Assistant, so you can ask it to play music, you can ask it to, you know, do other things uh, that you would do in the car, I guess for d- directions, <laughs> <laughs> maybe ask for it on how to swear loudly at people in different languages while you're driving, <laughs> that would be fun and interesting, <laughs>
0: Yeah, and this JBL Link looks great. It uh, despite its re- despite its resemblance to a Remington shaver.
1: <laughs> I actually like. I, I'm okay. I don't know if I like it or dislike it, but uh, the Instant Pot actually came out with a Wi-Fi enabled smart assistant enabled Instant Pot, and I'm kind of pissed about this because of the fact that I just got an Instant Pot for Christmas and it's not this one. And this one came out like less than a week after I opened mine and threw out the box so I couldn't even return it and get this one so yeah I mean like I guess there's always the fact that they'll probably update it five times so by next year it'll be obsolete anyway but still that kind of depresses me just a little bit I also love the idea of a smart mirror have you ever seen a smart mirror before no yeah so basically it's uh, a mirror with a screen behind part of the mirror so that when you wake up in the morning and you come in front of your mirror and you're brushing your teeth and you're doing your hair and your and your makeup and your moisturizer and your all the things that you do in the morning it's going to show you the weather or it might show you you know the highlights from the hockey game or you know whatever you need to see it's going to show you these sort of things um, I love that idea I'm actually thinking of maybe trying to build one I'm going to hopefully buy myself a, a Raspberry Pi soon and start experimenting with that. Um, so I love the idea of a you know, fully interconnected smart mirror. I think that is just so cool. There's so many things that are coming out. Uh, even IKEA has finally brought out some uh, smart window shades, which I've been waiting for desperately because I want to be able to have a routine so that when my alarm goes off in the morning, um, my la- my shades in my room actually retract, and boom! Now I get natural light to wake me up instead of my Philips hues that turn on now. Because right but now, can it as it wake is, wake
0: you up, wake you up inside. Oh my God,
1: you're so bad. Uh, <laughs> there's just there's so many products here, Mike. Are there any others that uh, that kind of catch you at all? You think is kind of interesting?
0: Well, there's something called the hum. By Verizon, which is a car accessory which plugs into the car's ODB and provides, oh yeah, diagnostic information. I just thought with a name like that, that it would be something a bit more than something that's been around since 1996.
1: You wish.
0: I thought this was new things, but still, you me trying to get something on the fly.
1: <laughs> well I'm gonna I'm just gonna skip right to my next one and uh, just because it's it's basically fully related and you actually already mentioned it the that Amazon Alexa was also fully taking over there and you actually were looking at the wrong link for a couple seconds there and you mentioned that they have a, a rotisserie chicken cooker that is Amazon Alexa and Google Assistant um, controlled. And that's hilarious.
0: Yours also has something very similar, and that is a countertop oven.
1: Yeah, that's true. You know what? I think there's actually a lot of things on these lists that are just the exact same because everything, like a lot of devices these days, are both Amazon Alexa and also um, Android Assistant devices compatible because they don't really want, if you stick with just Amazon, then you're cutting off a large part of the market, right? Because I would say that, you know, both Amazon and Alexa probably own somewhere between at least 30 to 40% of the market each, you know what I mean? And then bringing up the rear would be, uh, Apple probably. And then also, uh, Microsoft, with like the, I'm sure Microsoft has probably got like one fucking percent or something.
0: Here's something that you didn't think would need a Google Assistant, the EV single phase inverter, which is basically a home charging station for your electric car. Cuz it's bad enough it's 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 bad enough that the car has Google Assistant in it. Now the charger does too.
1: <laughs> I don't know why they would need that to have um you think a Google if the car yeah,
0: if the car's being charged it's Google Assistant would tell you I am full.
1: Yeah, that is pretty damn weird. But at the same time, I'm happy to get anything with Google Assistant really. Like I seriously cannot go wrong. Mike, what 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 else do you have? What's your last uh your last thing here?
0: Oh, on this list, there's something called the Reality Switch. Where it says, like, if you rent your house or apartment, you might not be able to replace the light fixtures or change electrical wiring. Third reality aims to fix this with smart light switches that sit on top of your existing wall switches. No electrical wiring required.
1: Really? That's pretty cool. So apparently
0: you just stick a light somewhere and then the switch goes somewhere else. Because, although, if the switch can go somewhere else independent of the, the light... Wouldn't you just want to use your phone or your Alexa for that?
1: It's true. And I I've been confused here now for a second. I just caught up. You're talking about you're still talking about the Alexa page. I was talking about what's your next favorite thing. <laughs>
0: Oh, there was, there was like three pages of shit here and you're only going to pick like one or two things. I thought we were going to like dwell here for a minute.
1: I just wanted to, to <laughs> get a couple that we thought was cool, quick and out there. And then people can go and check it out themselves. Cause there was so many different devices. We can't even really like talk about them all. Like I said, there's like three pages on one and then the Amazon Alexa one had another two pages, although there were some doubles, but like, still it's like insane. Right.
0: Uh, well, you know what? It's it's getting pretty late. I'm ready for bed. But, you
1: <laughs> yeah, know, about one in the morning.
0: If I needed to get to bed a little bit, if I needed uh, a little bit of help sleeping besides podcasting way too late with you, I could use a neat device called a Dream On, which is the one on. step.
1: Dream, oh, dream, 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 dream,
0: dream, dream, dream. Sing with me now. I'm <laughs> Now over 2,000 people have already pre-ordered this helping them raise over 300,000 on IndieGoGo. So this device, what does it do? It creates a unique pulse that physically calms your body to sleep. So you'll fall asleep faster and sleep more deeply. and it's been inspired by decades of brain behavior studies that help that, that uh, keep track of your states, from each one of your state of minds, like being awake, light sleep, deep, deep sleep, they have because they have a unique signature, commonly known as a brainwave. Now, these can be manipulated to mirror the pattern of an external signal in a process called entertainment. Oh, no, entrainment. I'm fucked up. By emitting. <laughs> entertainment. The... <laughs> I'm just surprised that I didn't say entrapment. Because it's like. This thing lulls you to sleep by playing a Catherine Zeta-Jones movie from 1998. <laughs> by emitting the low-frequency signal of deep sleep via gentle pulses on your skin, Dreamon encourages your brain to replicate the brain... That signal... Tricking your brain into thinking, Aren't you already asleep? Come on, man, you know you're already asleep. You got that theta wave action going on. And the brain's like, Fuck! Feels theta wavy in here. I guess I'm in theta waves. All right.
1: I don't know, man. I always find things like this. Like, I don't care how much research they say that they have and they say that they've done and and that they're pulling from. I personally wouldn't trust something like this um, until I tried it. So unless they offered some sort of like 30 day money back guarantee like Casper does, I would not do this. At all, Especially like right now, so if you go to their Kickstarter, um, and I'm not sure if it's still uh, accepting, but I did I did find some of the prices. So the early bird special uh, for one of the devices at 35% off is $129. For two of the devices, for a couple's pack, it's $199. Uh, so I guess uh, they're supposed to be around $200-ish US dollars each normally uh and you can get a pack of four for 319 dollars and that's the family pack so i mean like that is a whole lot of money for something that uh, isn't even out on the market might not even be able to do anything i mean like this could be laser razor 2.0
0: hey it's high quality drug-free sleep with non-invasive non-habit forming zero side effects advanced sleep with tracking via companion app
1: yeah, it sounds very familiar to the laser razor. Just saying,
0: those guys are still sending out emails. They're, they're they're doing stuff. It's it's just taking a little more time. Like
1: since like episode like what one of this damn show? I think it was episode like three two. years ago. <laughs>
0: maybe episode two or three.
1: <laughs> oh Could have God. been our
0: debut episode. Of <laughs> if anyone's listening, you let us know. Hardcore fans, when did I order my laser razor? And and maybe. You'll also be able to tell me when I get vindicated on this show. I
1: think it would have been only Mike Stewart that was paying attention at that point. Uh, <laughs> Our original and only super fan.
0: Yeah, yeah. So this uh, thing says long term benefits, but the chronic lack of sleep can take a, can take a toll on your overall brain dream, your brain health. I need dream sleep. Me sleep tired. Fuck. <laughs> Mike brain fail. <laughs> So that's my what, so that's my gizmos.
1: I'm just saying I don't trust it. I do have one more quick one here, um, and this goes into my whole idea of uh, kind of sustainability and um, you know uh, eco friendliness. Uh, this, this company actually came out with a watch that uses uh, solar solar power and your own body heat to power the GPS and heart rate. <laughs> And the watch itself, basically. Well, Um, we
0: know it won't work on women then.
1: Because they don't have hearts?
0: You sleep next to one. Do they feel warm to you?
1: Yeah. On the outside, the inside, she's a stone cold bitch. You I see, know. I could so, say so... those things because a she's sleeping, and b I know she doesn't listen to this show. <laughs> but she's not, though. I, I love her very much. She's actually not. Not. It's just I love. I love busting her balls.
0: Yeah. You, <laughs> heaven forbid that I can fucking rely on you for a marriage joke. <laughs> like it's commonly known that like women are colder than men.
1: I would find quite the opposite, actually.
0: So uh, so what when she pre- so like when you're in bed and her feet. Rub brush up against your leg. You're not chilled to the bone.
1: No, but then again, she's also um, much better in shape than I am. <laughs> so that has a lot to do with it. The coldest parts of my body are the parts that are flabby.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> unlike your miracle world where you found a woman with a like a, a a decent base temperature, women are usually colder than men, and it's not just like for. Because they were, because their physiology was written by. I love how you're having to comedian.
1: explain this joke for five minutes. You're it's so not a fucking joke. It's a
0: scientifically known fact to everybody you're except so, you. So
1: you're so dedicated to this that you're you just like.
0: <laughs> it's a given, and you don't know. It's it's a given, and you don't get it.
1: So anyway. This, this watch has a reflective solar ring around the watch display, which adds a bit of flair and can also absorb some of the sunlight. Um, and like I said, it is powered partly by the heat of your body, which I find absolutely fascinating. I remember when I was growing up, my mom had um, watches that were powered by the kinetic movement of your body. So as you're walking throughout the day, as you're moving your arm, you're talking with your hands, like... It's just constantly moving, and that's moving all sorts of gears and gyroscopes or whatever inside that are then powering the watch. So that fascinated me as a child that she never had to change the battery in this watch, that it never needed batteries. It didn't have batteries. It just ran itself. This is kind of the next version of that. I love this idea. I love the idea of sustainability. The less batteries we're using, the better. Um, So if we could smart this watch up a little bit and have it tell me some notifications, uh, because, honestly, like, I have a smartwatch. I'm on my, like, fourth or, t- or fifth... Or my... tell
0: shitty jokes so that you would actually get my references a bit better.
1: Oh, my God. I wonder if my watch can tell a shitty joke. Give me a second. Oh, it's not connected to my phone right now. Case in point, as I'm on my, like, third or fourth or fifth fucking smartwatch at this point, and... Quite honestly, like I find that I don't actually need it for as many things as A, it offers, and B, I thought I did. Like Really, I use it for just tracking steps and getting notifications when I can't hear my phone, or when my phone is on silent, I get a vibration on my wrist. If it can do those two things and be powered by the heat of my body, or sunlight, or me moving, or I don't give a fuck, something other than a battery so that I don't have to charge it every night... That I'm telling you is a billion dollar fucking idea. If you can do that to a watch, you can sell that to Apple and they'll way overpay you for it. And then they'll ruin it and sell it to us for 10 times the price. <laughs> so that's my final CES pick. Uh, we've had a blast uh, talking about CES for way too long as our release schedule is a little slow to be focusing in, I think uh, on something like this, but we, we loved all the crazy tech that uh was at ces so much that we had to just keep talking about it keep going on about some of the cool gadgets devices technology all this stuff this innovation ces is like the best time of year for a podcast like us so we had to do it (laughs) indeed so mike where can people find you other Uh... than here
0: uh, you can find me reviewing horror movies with Sheldon at, at the Graveyard Shift Horror with Sheldon and Mike podcast. We've got uh, plenty of great movies. Uh, by the time this comes out, our Bird Box episode will be out. You'll. Uh, we decided to do our own little Bird Box skit, our own little Bird Box challenge with uh, my with my variation on it.
1: Nice. Well, that'll be interesting for. Uh... Me, as well as the listeners to check out. So that's the Graveyard Shift with Sheldon and Mike. What else you got going on, buddy?
0: I got the Playing With Power podcast. We're, t- we're uh, chugging along on 1997, the year of the N64.
1: Nice. You know what? I hear a rumor going around that you're going to have a very special guest who pisses you off all the time coming up on that show eventually. Hmm. wonder who that could be. I don't know. Do you have anything else going on or what? It seems like you just keep going and going and going. <laughs> How many podcasts are you on? We're going to have uh, to figure out a quicker way to do this. I've got the Like taste maybe you test. record it once and we just we just edit it in at the end of every episode.
0: <laughs> I am trying to get a few other podcasts going on. Like one of these is going to pay off. So, <laughs> so what's like the taste if, test? If you just hang out at the slot machine and just keep pumping in quarters, eventually you'll get your one in a thousand chance by taking a thousand fucking chances.
1: Oh, I just met somebody the other day that just won $32,000 like a month ago.
0: Well, there you go. So <laughs> What's it can the, taste, it can what's the taste test, buddy? <laughs> taste test, retro gaming with flavor. Unlike the Nintendo Power podcast, Playing with Power, which only talks about the video games of the past and the coverage, we actually play the games of the past at least as much as my co-hosts can emulate. So nothing too new or fancy yet. Nice. But well, we enjoy the old NES games that we uh, we missed the first time around or that, uh, you know, we only got to play a little bit but never got to actually give it the old college try and, uh, and beat that bastard.
1: <laughs> awesome. Well, you can uh, also hear uh, me and, again, Mike, because he just does so many goddamn podcasts um, on another show coming up starting in early March. Uh, we will be finally releasing some of the Pop Chatter episodes. I've got a few recorded. I've got some pilot episodes. I'm going to be mixing all that stuff up. We're going to be recording more episodes. So that will be launching soon on a new feed. So if you're still on the old Geek Fallout, uh, geek fallout feed, please uh, unsubscribe, resubscribe to Tech Chatter on the Tech Chatter feed, and then keep an eye out for the new Pop Chatter feed that will be popping up soon. You can also hear Mike and I coming up on another new show that's kind of a spin-off of his graveyard shift show where we're going to be talking about crappy movies the best most amazing crappy movies and it's called schlock chatter here on chatter nexus so stay tuned and we'll be here to entertain you
0: but until then it is now safe to turn off your device